We give you glory, we give you praise, we honor you. We celebrate your love, we celebrate your mercy, we celebrate your glory, we celebrate your hand. Your favor upon our lives can never be bought with money. Lord, the life that you've given to us is to preserve us can never be bought with money. Whatever has happened to us and whatever you have planned to make happen to us, oh God, all our hearts in line with the purposes of our life. And for that matter, Lord, we want to thank you for the things that have happened. We want to thank you for what is happening and bless and celebrate to your God for what will come from you, God. Tonight, we believe God by grace that your glory will reign upon our lives. Tonight, we know the Holy Spirit, we are not here because we just want to be here. We are here because we want to have an encounter with Jesus. On have Jesus working in our lives, we are experiencing at work fully in our lives with Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. E canon se priata, vasan, vas babitara, de priatara boxitan diala, bokeriadro sacram. You have said that whatever you are praying, I got it in your name, you will be amen. And it's your promise, oh God. We believe that you are here. And because you are faithful, you never failed one promise to have. And to be with us tonight, we believe that your presence is here. We believe that your power is here. We believe that your grace is here to bring a transformation and a change in our lives. We commit to those who are coming and who are yet to let us God unto your care. Whatever across the world that they are in, whatever situation that anyone is engaging with, anything that is resisting and resisting or preventing anybody to connect, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Then Tatolomo Kamaradia, Amibos Kasandi Ibura, then Grote Shadi de Kanama. We pray, O God, for the release of my hands upon their lives. The Lord will set them free. You will liberate them, O God, across the plains, across the continents, across the globe. Any medium that is used to connect with us. Those in Africa, those in America, those here in UK, those in Asia, any part of the world, we declare and decree, O God, that let them, O God, connect. Come on, pray with me, wherever you are, pray with me. In the name of Jesus, let your heart be lifted up in prayer and bless the Lord with me together. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord in your life, what God has done so far for you. You are still alive. That alone is a great testimony. You are still here. That alone is a great testimony. It is a sign that your assignment has not been completed yet. And therefore, there is an opportunity for you to do something spectacular to the glory of the Lord. And therefore, this evening, if you are tuning that you are listening to us by, wherever you are listening to us from, we want to encourage you by the message of our Lord Jesus Christ. Give him praise. Give him honor. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord in your life. Give him honor and lift your voice up and say, Father, I am grateful. I am grateful for the little you've done. I'm grateful for the much that you've done. I'm grateful for the salvation you've given to me. I'm grateful, oh God, for the gifts of life. I'm grateful, oh God, that my brain still works. I'm able to use what it is in there to be able to compute, to be able to complicate, to be able to interact. That alone is a privilege of love. Uh, it's a place for me to express my, my gratitude towards my God. And I want you to become a child, a daughter of gratitude, a child who carries a gratitude in your heart that they will not always sit down waiting for more, but rather the little they have, they are grateful for. In the name of Jesus, come on, express yourself before God because I see some good things happening already. In the name of Jesus Christ, I see some stuff that is happening already. Even in our gardens, though we are few, and yet there is much that is hard for in our lives now. And therefore, whatever it is that we are receiving in the realms of the spirit we have, 
to gashti open mind and open heart the Lord and say Father we are grateful we thank you oh God we thank you we bless you oh Jesus we bless you Manai Kabosa Rapereba Kabosa Hokima Andu Umozuriyara Hakeko Kabaradia Andei Jatimo Kaba Rapa Adiyaduna Andei Sokadizaya Lepra Sabu Kenana Matei Vazuru Bosaba Raparadima Kurama Preandi Zateria Wotana Masia Dote Father, we give glory, we give praise, we give glory, we give praise in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord, your hand has pulled us together. Your hand is keeping us uh, away from trouble. Your hand has sustained us. We look at all that has happened and all the things that the enemy could have done. You have preserved our life, and we are grateful to God. We don't take anything granted. We are appreciative of everything that you are doing and the things that you will do. Let me see the Karema Osaya, the Rapele Makabuze, Banda Ibre Karomazua, Rasuna <laughs> Ando umosabiada, e karamosunia deana, andi a karaboksa brande, e taralaba sonanua, kakabarababa, e karaboksa taya, endroski buska sapia, a mastibria kundayalitra, buski zanda imalota, a mosabia kaba, we give you glory, we give you praise, we honor you, O Jesus, we celebrate your love, O Jesus, we celebrate your message, O Jesus. For it is with you, God, our friends. Oh, you are the prayer answering God. And tonight our desire is that every word that we utter, every word that comes out of our lips, let it be held in your corridors, of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that men, O oh God, will know that indeed you are with us, O oh God. Let there be a result of our words. Let there be a confirmation and a proclamation from us, O oh God. Let us see things happening to us. Your and for that alone, I'm grateful to God. I am thankful to God that tonight you are bringing great people to connect with us, to pray together. You are bringing men and women across God. The whole Jesus to be able to stand together for us to lift up the holy hands onto you and say that you are the leader and you are the captain of our soul, the protector of our interests. You are the one that protects our going out and our coming in. It's your skill that keeps us away and keeps the enemy far away from us. That the weapons of the enemy shall stop finally. Hell, if it wasn't for you, God, you would have used us for dinner. If it wasn't for you, and now we don't know where our lives would have been. I do God. But you got, you got, Madin Zotaya, Rekamadu Sebrandi, Bekarabu Saya, Mandi Ibosa, Rakarabrosa Rondi Adea, Rakada Deba, Yon Kenamazubia, Ankele Bosa, Rakidi Mazia, Bekondi Isayade, in the mighty name of Jesus, let your name be glorified. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Imano, Imano, Ia. Can anyone hear me, please? Baribo Kabra, it's time. In Jesus' name. can hear you, please. Thank you, thank you. Uh, my, my volume is very good. I'm going to do it myself. That's step. I want you to listen to me carefully. This is a scripture that I want this to rest in your heart and inside your soul. Hallelujah. 
Amen. The Bible says that God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear Him. That is settled for me. Hallelujah. That the Lord shall bless us. There is a place of blessing that God has set for you and I. That God is prepared to make sure that everything that we need in this life is provided. He is a great father. Hallelujah. The Bible uses the word Abba. If the, the, if the Hebrew word Abba means son or a father or a provider, a protector, a cover. If he is our Abba, which means that whatever it is that we do need in this life, the Father, the source of our sustenance, the source of our life, source of our health, the source of our hope, he says that he shall bless us. The blessings of God, as I said uh, this morning, it does not only make good with good conditions, or it does not only appear when everything is, is wrong and good. Remember, just as right, the Bible says that he has been sold from the hands of the Midianites into the hand of an Egyptian. Now he has moved from his family to a strange group, like in the way they were scared. And now from a jealous hand into. Can you hear me, please? Can you hear me? Reverend Yes, is it possible to pull back the music a bit? Like the music to is super loud. Yes, it's, it's overshadowing your voice. I'll shadow the crap. That's why I need technical uh, uh, advices and helpers. Yes, please. Yes, please. I was just going to say. Thank you. Can you hear me now? Yes, please. Perfect. You see, yes, sir. Uh -huh. I was also thank going you, to say, you. sir. Uh -huh. Thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank yes, you. Sir. I will take you. it again, please. I will take it again. So when you listen to the recordings, whoever is listening to this record, I'm not going to edit it. I want everybody to know that we are. We need your help. We need your support. So if you see these things happening, it means that there is a need for you to come on board. Let's do it together to the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. For this is a new movement. Hallelujah. Emmanuel Christian Assembly, we are having a new movement. When the Spirit of God revealed some stuff to me, my heart was pleased to realize that we are having a new movement all together. So a lot of things concerning us, it's not like the normal thing that we know in church, and we use the word church, or we know in the gatherings of the saints. It is something different. Every day is a different day. Hallelujah. Every day is a different day, and the blessings of God is also different. We move from glory to glory, from grace to grace, from strength to strength. So every single time you miss a service, remember that your opportunity to advance has been tempered with. So you don't want to miss that opportunity. Hallelujah. Amen. I read from Psalm 67, uh, verse 7, and the scripture says it this way, that God shall bless us, and all the ends of the world shall fear him. Meaning that what God has prepared to do in our lives is something that shall become a talk of the day. It shall become an aspect that everybody wants to look at or an object that everybody wants to decipher what's going on. How did this happen? This lady, we thought that we had cornered her and we had silenced her with all these kind of and this kind of challenge, we have made sure that these things do not work in this area. We have tried to destroy and sabotage his family or her family and destroy the things concerning the life of this one. And yet things are changing. It looks like that whatever we have tried hasn't worked out. So what's going on? Hallelujah. And the moment they come to the place of realizing that you are connected to a source, that is the Abba, the Father, the Most High. You are connected to a source where no power can override, where no strength can override, where no activity of the enemy can penetrate, where the, the weapons of the enemy has got no standing or strength to prevail. Then they begin to question themselves. So where is the, where is the strength that we can gain to even go even further? 
But listen, whenever they try, because you are with the ultimate, everything else they do will always fall short. And tonight, I want to assure you by the message of our God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that the Lord shall bless you. Amen. I say this to your spirit, and I'll say it to your soul. In the name of Jesus Christ, I remember the Lord your God will bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture says it here. I didn't, I didn't write it there. It is exactly as I'm saying. It says, God shall bless so remember that that alone becomes a sense of hope to ignite the fire of God in you. The ability to rely on your God, the willingness to focus and lean on him and to trust that he will continue to hold you together regardless of what comes your way. He shall bless you. Hallelujah. The blessings of God will never deny you. But there are few things that the enemy may try to pull up here and there to be able to frustrate purposes. Hallelujah. Sometimes he can bring issues like delays in your life. Sometimes he can bring some kind of sickness or infirmities in your body and you wonder what's going on. Sometimes all kinds of issues can pass through your head. Some worry, some anxiety, and all that. But listen to me, people of God. Listen to me. If you are a child of the King, if you are listening to me today that you are a child of Jesus Christ, you are the one that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, there is hope for your life. There is hope for your life. Your life is not finished yet. Hallelujah. I will not even add the word here. Your life is not finished. And it shall not finish. Hallelujah. Actually, this is the beginning of better things to come in your life. It is the shadow. Whatever has happened around your life and you are still in this life and still existing, it's a sign that Jesus has got something to do with you. Hallelujah. There is something profitable. There is something important that God has said just for you. Hallelujah. Your fingerprint is different from everybody on the surface of this earth. I'm telling you, if you don't know, go research. Put your thumbprint somewhere and nobody can replicate the exact thing. No computer, nothing. Whatever it is that you carry, your DNA is unique from all your siblings and anywhere that you came from, your DNA is unique. That shows the assignment that you carry is very special. That is why you are attracted to the works of the enemy. But tonight, I want us to believe God that this word that he has said is true. That he will surely bless us. That the blessings of God in our life will surely come to pass. It won't fail because he is our father. And let's begin to decipher some stuff and look at what it is that we need to do because the enemy may bring all kinds of issues our way. And those are some of the things that I don't want us to give into so that the enemy takes undue advantage and deny us by way of we losing the momentum. Hallelujah. One thing I want to share with you, losing the momentum from following your God, losing the momentum from following your God, losing the drive, from following your God, losing the joy, from following your God, losing the, the happiness, from doing the will of the Father. There is something you got to do all the time so that whatever it is, you can begin to edge on gradually into the place of the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is not now thinking or planning what to do with you. No. The scripture says that before we were formed, he knew us. I wonder how... He knew us. Sometimes we, we want to get a full picture, but for, for me, I think that we will leave that to the, the people, the skeptics and those who are agnostic, agnostics and, oh, uh, where's my English teacher? <laughs> uh, hallelujah. Those, those who feel that they know it all, let them continue to think about how God knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. But for me, so long as he's able to speak into existence, the creations of this world, that everything that we see came out of the intangible word of the Lord, and yet it became what we can see and feel and hear and, 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 and be able to touch. Then whatever he says concerning my life is true. Hallelujah. If he says that let there be light and there was light, why should I? 
doubt that he says that I'm blessed or his blessings is coming in my life. And now I have to think, oh, why is it all coming? When is it coming? And all that. Don't have to worry about that. Amen. Those are the works of the enemy. Those are the things that the enemy will try to bring our way for us to begin to lose the opportunity or the momentum and the drive, the joy that we have to connect with him continually so that he releases his glory into our life gradually because the glory of the Father, which is full of grace and truth, people of God, you will not be able to accommodate everything when it comes at a go. I'm telling you, can you imagine all of a sudden the Lord drops into your hands a, a billion pounds. What do you? What are you going to do with it? Some people, I was one day chatting with a brother at work, and I said, "Look, if we should have this amount of money, what are you going to do?" And the brother stood there and said, "I don't know." And I said, "It's true. It is true because listen, we human mind sometimes we have placed a limit to it." And therefore, whenever God wants to bless us, because of the limit we place on our thinking, it makes it difficult for the Lord to release all into our lives. So what he does with Israel was this, that for them to possess the land, which was flowing with milk and honey, and the graves were big as stones, and everything on the land was just well organized and well conducive and anything to sustain life. This was what God had to do. The Lord made them use 40 years to do a 40-day journey. Somebody was doing the, the, the statistics that he was flying from Israel from one point of, of, of Israel to that promise, well, from one point to Israel to the promised land that the Lord had, had said. And by the time the man said that the plane was about to take off, so he was buckling his belt and everything, then they said that we are about to, uh, to alight. And it was less than a, a half an hour or so. He said, listen, it is true, but if you were driving, it would take you days or hours. It would take you hours to get there. So the whole thing is this, that when it comes to God trying to bless or bringing blessings in your life, it is your ability and willingness to and the capacity to receive. So when God is pouring into our life, whatever he has prepared for us, what we need is to open up for him to do it. But any place that the enemy has preoccupied, what we need to do is to begin to pray and declare that those occupations of the enemy will be removed. Anywhere the enemy has gained any mastery, our lives will be removed. Whatever it is that the enemy has made us to limit our belief and our trust in him, be removed. Whatever makes us not being able to receive from the Lord our God, our Father, be removed. Those are the areas that every time you are praying, you deal with. Hallelujah. When you deal with your weaknesses, the strength of the Lord will take over your life. I'll take it again. Whenever you are able to deal with your weaknesses, the strength of the Lord will take over your life. And then it shall be that you are no longer living, but the Christ in you becomes the hope of glory. Hallelujah. That everything that you do will be according to the leadings of his spirit, according to the leadings of his power, according to the leadings of his provision, because you have dealt with the weak, the area of weakness in your life, and now Christ is leading. Hallelujah. And so some, the psalmist will say, will say something, and I like it that way, that David will really go into this place that the moment where he feels that there was so much in his life and there was a sense of darkness and quietness and there is no help, he began to pray some kind of strange prayers. Hallelujah. Strange prayers. Like you go into your mind and tell your mother, man, do you know that I am your son? Have you heard that statement before? Let's read Psalm 53 and let's hear what the word of the Lord says. These are the words and the prayers of David. He said, Oh God, thou art my God. Oh God, thou art my God. Why, why would he, why would David start with this? That, oh God, he knows that he is his God. And yet he wants to whisper in the ears of our God, that Lord, you are my God. And every time that we approach our parents or we approach our superiors or we approach our people that we depend on, for example, a wife comes to a husband and says, honey, do you know that I am your wife? The moment he says that, 
it will begin to arouse or draw your attention to something. What, what, what are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to say? Yeah, of course, you are my wife. Yes, of course, uh, I'm your husband. What, what else do you want me to do? You, you see, we see how the whole situation comes. David said that, Lord, thou my dog. It is an area that it begins to create a new sense of awareness, an area where it arouses the attention of our God, an area where it opens a new portal of God's glory to begin to work in us. It's an area where it begins to unearth the other facets of God that we are not privy to. It is an area that it draws God's attention back into some factors that's going on in our life. Because the moment that we begin to draw God's attention to ourselves about his deity over our life, about his authority over our life, about his provision for our needs, about his love for our love, whatever it is that we do to draw God's attention in those areas, it begins to open a new platform for God to begin to operate. So he said that, Oh God, thou art my God. I wonder what word are you shouting before the God of all flesh? This on the last night, somebody came to me and looked at me and said, Mark, there is some, something is wrong with you. And I said, No. I said, he's kept on saying something is wrong with you. I said, no, there is nothing wrong with me because whatever was going on within me was beyond what physical uh, manifestations and physical solutions could handle did not know that now it had drawn in my face because that was way out there. And I was praying further down, deep down there. And I was trying to get to some area. To, to, I was trying to draw God's attention on some stuff. I said, Lord, you are my God. You are my... And that had been my cry. And I did not know that it was showing in my face. And a brother, one of the brothers that the Lord used me to convert him at work, he now had now drew my, his attention. I said, Mark, I know you. You are not, you are not of your Something is in wrong. All right. What have you done wrong? And I said, my brother, I haven't done anything wrong except coming to work. <laughs> except coming to work. And he started laughing. He left me. People of God, when we draw God's attention, situations change. And by the close of the, the service, uh, of, of the work, now somebody that I prayed for two years ago, and I only said a small statement, now came to me and confessed audibly. I said, listen, I don't believe in all that you told me two years ago, but listen, I have to admit that what the word that you said has set me back on track. Now, I was inside and now I'm no more. My marriage was broken, now it's re 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 repaired. My kids were taken away from me, now I've got them back. Now I have a position, and so everything has worked out for me. And I said to him that it's not me. It is not me, but him. He loves you. He said, well, I told you that I'm not religious. Therefore, I know that something is somewhere, but I have to thank you. And I said, no, don't thank me. Thank him. He is the one that did it for you. For me, I may love you, but I don't love you the way he loves you. He loves you more than I do. So when I shared this with him, now he turned up his head and said, well, whatever is up there, thank you anyway. And he walked away. I began to understand what I was crying for. The Lord, what is it that is going on that I want to see this and all that. And the Lord used this as a time to let me know that there is a new movement that is going on. And we need to keep the pace going with him so that he can release his glory in our lives. David was found in the wilderness, a place where there was no solace, there was, there was no comfort, there was no help. And he now drawing God's attention as if God was blind, as if God was dead, as if God was dumb, that God could not see or speak or act on it. He still decided to let God know that you are my God. Tonight, I prophesy over your life that every morning you shall confess in the name of Jesus Christ and declare the Lord God Almighty, you are my God. Your confession will begin the Lord. I thank you because you are my God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he said this, that early will I seek thee, my soul test after thee. 
that is where it began to open this whole dynamics of David saying, that, Lord, you are my God. Why? Because there was some quest in his heart. In his heart. There was some hunger that was going on inside of him. That food cannot satisfy. Women couldn't satisfy. Sons couldn't satisfy. Family couldn't satisfy. Position as a king couldn't satisfy. There was a test inside of his soul. It was the test of the presence of the master. And so he says that only will I seek thee because my soul is after you. I wonder where there is, and is there any test actually in your life anyway? Hallelujah. And I wonder what kind of test it may be. But David's test was not for food, was not for money, was not for fame. Because the scripture says that he spoke in, in, in Kings that who am I? That you came to my father's house and drew me out of the ship pen and placed me in a place where I am now a king. Who am I? That I don't deserve. My family is among the least and I am among the least. I was far out in the desert and yet you waited and called me, anointed me and made me a king when I was even a youth and I did not know my ways around my life. And who am I that you have made me with all the errors of my life, mistakes and all the, with the things that I've done with this life. Still, you still love me and cares for me. And for this, I want to know this kind of love that you possess. And so my heart will taste after thee. People of God, let us have the longings of the Lord in our heart because these blessings will surely come. Hallelujah. But if we are in not, if we are not in the place where we are ready to receive from him, if we are far away from our God, if the pace, the momentum, the drive, the desire to continue is reduced, if the joy to begin to seek for more from God is reduced, then we might miss the opportunity to see this marvelous work that God wants to bring in our life. That is the blessings of God. Away, hallelujah. We need to continually have the test and the longings of the spirit inside of us. Amen. And so he says that my soul tests after thee, and my flesh, I'm talking from Psalm 63, hallelujah, and my flesh, I thought that it was only the aspect of his soul, but I did not know that his physical body was also craving for something of God. Hallelujah. Not the affections of men. Just as the woman at the well was seeking for the affections of men and five men and six and all that. So no, there was no satisfaction. This time around, David has realized that women couldn't satisfy. Actually, women were kind of were bringing a lot of trouble to his, his eyes. And so this time around, let the longings of his flesh be the longings to see more of his God. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that from today may your appetite be the desire of God. May whatever goes on inside of you, that Lord, I need more of you. I want more of you. Let there be more of Christ in me. Let there be more of God in me. Let the desire of my heart, let the test of my soul, let the pattern of my life, let it be that I may know him, that I may feel him, that I may experience him, that I may understand and apprehend him. Hallelujah. Songs of Solomon said the same thing. He used the similitude as a lover who was seeking for his loved one, even in the middle of the night, in the jungles and in the streets, in the byways, and all over the place knocking at people's door in the middle of the night asking that have you found my lover hallelujah and when he found his lover he won't let go hallelujah and tonight i want jesus christ be your lover i want the most high god be your lover let the quest of your soul that be that lord i want to find you for myself i want to have an encounter with you for myself i want to experience who you are for myself that will make me satisfied Ellie, will I seek you? Ellie, will I seek thee? My soul tests after thee, and my flesh longs for thee in a dry and a testy land where no water is. In a dry and a testy land where no water is. If we are found in a testy land, if we are found financially famished, 
if we are found that socially we are handicapped, if we are found that we are in a place where we don't have enough to be able to take care of us or to keep us going, if we are found alone and lonely and there is a sense of doubt in our life, here David is trying to draw our attention to this fact that our focus and our drive should not be in a place of satisfying the flesh, but rather the desire to satisfy the spirit, a design of more of God that will bring about every other thing which the scripture talks about, seeking first the kingdom of God. So he says that I'm now in a dry and a testy land where there is no water. But what my soul is still after is not after water. Mamashikratis, who listen to me. I hope that every one of us listening to me today, you have ever been in a place of need of water. I know that those in Europe here, you might not even understand this, but some of us who were brought up in the village and now by God's grace, we are here. We know we see water, we don't value it until recently that when there was no rain for the almost couple of months now and everywhere, all of a sudden England, they have declared emergency. A land which is surrounded by water cannot find water to drink. And now they are spending billions of dollars. Now, as I'm speaking now, go online, check it out on YouTube everywhere. And they are now building new tunnels to be able to bring water from some other sources to be able to fill, uh, uh, fill up other places. When there is the need of water, that's one of the most important needs of people. Every day you want to drink, you've got to drink. So people can go a couple of days without food, but hey, when it comes to water, the body begins to dry out. The brain, your brain begins to dry out. You need water to sustain yourself. And the brother, in the midst of that dilemma and that crisis, decided not to seek for those physical satisfaction, but rather a spiritual one. And so he says that I am using this similitude around here to depict how my soul is dry and thirsty after the nourishment of my God. And so he started by saying that, Lord God Almighty, you are my God. And my soul tests after you. I pray that from today, by the grace of God and the message of our King, that may the Lord, God Almighty, be your drive. From tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever it is that you want in this life, may the Lord God Almighty be your drive. May he become your source of drive that you want satisfaction with. And if you find him, if you find him, if you find him, whatever else you need in this life will be taken care of because he comes in the fullness of the package of life that we ever need in this life. So whatever that we are desiring of, people of God, don't chase after the men because the men will not satisfy you. This woman at the well is a typical example. I'm telling you, don't chase after the women because this, uh, David tried it. It didn't work for him. His son Solomon had thousands of them and nothing worked out for him. So please forget about that. Don't talk about money because whatever it is that we are talking about, Solomon had all the wealth that it is this new life. And yet at the end of his life, he said the vanity upon vanity. There is only one place that satisfaction can be found. It is when the master becomes real to you. That is the only place that you can be satisfied. And when he comes real to you, when he becomes tangible to you, when the glory of the Father becomes something that can be held, something that can be visible, from that time on and from that point on, everything else that you need in this life will surely materialize. Amen. And so he said that, look, though there is dryness in this place and the way I test and I'm hungry, and I want something to quench this test, this scorching heat in this desert of Judah. And I don't know what to do with my life. And I'm here. That is the exact replica of my soul's cry unto you, oh God. I need you more than I need water. I need you more than I need life. I need you more than I need a husband. I need you more than I need money. I need you more than I need anything. I need you more than I need fame. I need you more than I need for money. 
I need you more than I need children. I need you more, oh God, so the satisfaction of the Lord shall quench everything else. And when God came through for him, whatever he needed, because when God is coming, when God is coming, when he is coming, there's no place of lack with him. The scripture says that there is no shadow of turning in him. There's no place of darkness with our God. There's no place of lack with him. Because whatever it is that he needs, he speaks it into being. And he commands them into existence. So if a, it is a lack of a husband or a wife or a child or an opportunity or a breakthrough, as some of us might need, as me, I'm in need of some great financial breakthrough that I've been bothering him with. Listen to me. Now let our focus be searching, seeking, seeking for him. Let the drive be that, Lord, we want more of you. We want to know you more than we have ever known you before. We want to see you physically. We want to experience your touch, the tangibility. Listen, you are our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, you are our God. You are our God. Therefore, we don't want to go far away and trying to seek for other people's God and other people's opinion because the opinions of men may be different from your plans for our life. And therefore, we need you more than we need anything else. And so tonight, Lord, we need you. We need you help. Yes. Amen. I pray from tonight that every drive of your spirit and of your soul be that, oh God, we need you. I need you, oh God. I need you. I need you. Until you see don't stop. Until you feel him, don't stop. Don't give a let the enemy throw whatever they want to throw, whatever destruction that they want to bring, whatever accident they bring your way, whatever trap they set for you. All that your focus is that that I may know him. Hallelujah. In Philippians chapter 3, one of the cries of, of Paul the apostle is that, that I may know him. We will get to that place. That he desired to know him. Nothing of anything but John appointing the suffering of the death of Christ, the fellowship of it. How he suffered, how he died, how he, he resurrected, and when he went to heaven, he just wanted to be part of it. And so he said that I may know him. At the time of his death, the Bible said it was strange that he chose to die in the opposite direction of his master. People of God, when you see him, everything else takes shape in your life. Whatever sucks down begins to take shape. It begins to take form because God comes and becomes the form within the sagging situations in our life. So let God be our driving force from tonight. Amen. He said, oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee for my soul just after thee. And my flesh, my flesh, my flesh seeks for thee, longs for you, oh God. Flesh longs for you. There is more to talk about this thing. There's more to talk about it. But if we want to go in there, people of God, there's so much to talk about because if Christ becomes the fullness in your life, then everything else becomes okay. Because wherever there is lacking, the fullness of Christ takes over the lacking situations in your life. And so if it's a husband, it's a woman, it's a power, whatever it is, authority, anything, let Christ be the focus from today. Let Christ, the business people, listen to me, the business people, those who desire to become financially sound and to become financially viable, let Christ be the focus from today. Keep on crying out, the Father, I need your help. Lord, I need you. Father, I need you. You are my God. Keep those things out. Let the rest of the things that you mentioned, you call and let them be away. Just Christ, Lord, I need you. Lord God Almighty, I need you. I need you. I need you now. And if he comes, if he comes and he cannot deal with the dryness in your life, then we will have a question to question him, the Lord, what is it that these things are going on in our life? And then he must explain to us. But should he come and there is any more lacking in our lives, then he takes care of it because that is his job and that is his expertise. He is our father. He is your father. God now bless us and the whole world will fear him. God shall bless us and the whole world 
will fear him. Today, this is what the Lord sent me to come and share with you. Now let your drive be after Christ. Let your drive be after God. Let the desire of your soul be after God. Let the desire of your heart be after God. Whatever you are asking him to do in your life, let it be after God. Let Christ be the focus of your life. Whatever you want in this life, let him be the focus of your life. If you do that, unveil a lot of glory in your life. You will begin to walk in the place of the power. You begin to see the manifestation of his presence rightfully tangible in your life. So don't let Christ be far away and let the problems be what you are focusing on. Let Jesus be the focus of your attention. Today, he says that David gives us a typical example. And the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. A man who desired, if we talk about the life of him, this man of, of God, this picture, he would be shocked that how could God be so unfair with some people going to hell because they have done all this. And this man still becoming the desire of God. All because his quest was that his soul, his flesh, and everything within him was to seek for God. From today, seek God. From today, let him be your drive, your focus. Forget about men, because we men, uh, listen, I, 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 I learned this lesson, lesson the hardest way. When we lost four people in one week, all of a sudden, a young church that we began, all of a sudden, four people living uh, for no reason. And there was, there, was, there was only one person who could tell me why they are living. They said, the Lord said they should go somewhere else. That's okay. If he says so, may you may his blessings be with you and go. You know, and it, it shocked my heart as a Lord with all the, the things that I have been calling in these people, not only on the preaching here, but outside of the church. And the things that I've done to support and to keep them going, the resources and everything. I mean, sometimes breaking even some rules and regulations to make sure that their lives are protected, doing their best. And yet they picked up their lift and all of a sudden. I care and ask myself, what did I do wrong? And I asked them, they will not even answer. And from that time, I said, Lord, I will seek you. I was, I think that my focus was on men and the members and all that. So now I want to know him. Lord, I want to know him. If anybody wants to come here, let God be the one that blesses the blessing. Hallelujah. Because I don't have the blessing to give to you. I may pronounce the words, but he will have to endorse those words. But if I have not sought for him, how shall that endorsement be? Therefore, I need him. Hallelujah. So that when I speak into your life, that endorsement may come from by his revelations and his message. Hallelujah. So today, let Christ be your focus. Let God be your focus. Let him be your judge. Whilst you are writing your papers in your classroom, say, Lord God, help me. Whilst you are in the church, in, a, in the gardens of the saints, you say, Lord God, help me. You are my God. Whilst you are sleeping, you say, Lord God, oh Lord, you are my God. Wherever you are and wherever you find yourself, know that your focus is that the Lord is your God. Oh, attention is that you want him to become the full focus of your life. Lord, you are my God. My attention, my focus. God, you are my God. Tonight, I want us to pray and believe God that whatever you have ever said, that is more important than God. Sometimes we say words, sometimes our focus is on some, some things, sometimes our attention or some stuff. Like the Lord can do those things to help us in a way to draw our attention away. And we want to pray that Father, anything that I have lifted and highly esteemed more than you today, I ask for mercy. Let it be taken away. And let your hand, oh God, away. And do focus of my attention from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your voice with me and let's pray together. The message of God, wherever you are, please, let's pray together. Father, to I, my God, 
let anything that I have lifted up more than you, whether it's my children, whether it's the money, whether it's resources, whether it's opportunity, whether it's a breakthrough, whether it's my talent, whether it's my gift, whether it's my ability, I ask all gods to have mercy on me. You be my God. Let's pray. Wherever you are, please let's pray. In the name of Jesus, the Lord, you are my God. Be my God. In the name of Jesus, be my God. Lift up your voice with me and let's pray together. In the name of Jesus. Together we pray. The Lord, we change our confession now. That our focus from today is not on the issues of life, but on you, God, who is the life giver. And so wherever we have lifted up and our focus has been highly exalted against your purpose, against your will, and our focus has been switched away or been changed by a reason of situations in our life, we pray, oh God, that forgive us. As a family, as individuals, as group, as husbands, as wives, as sisters, as sons and daughters, so God, we pray that Lord forgive us, oh God, and realign our attention, our focus, our plans, our drive to the proper place that you want it to be. Lord, help us, oh Jesus. Help us, oh God, and you be our God. We affirm today, the Lord, you be our God. In the name of Jesus, God, let our soul test after thee, and our soul will continually test after you, O God. Our flesh also will long for thee, O God, in a drive and a testimony. For we desire to know you, we desire to see you, we desire to bring you, O Jesus. Lord, O God, to our O God, have mercy on us. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Now may he who is able to provide, who is able to help, who is able to make it good in your life. The Lord God Almighty, who is our God, who is our Father and our protector, who is our source and our confidence. I pray in his name today that may whatever you lack in this life, as he comes in your life, becomes your focus, May he bring to pass whatever you need in this life. In Jesus' mighty name. Whatever sickness found in your body, let healing take place for you. Whatever trouble found in your body, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, may freedom come to you now. Whatever lackings in your life, I prophesy prophetically and declare of Christ Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Whenever you feel lonely, you need the comfort of anything, may the Lord provide for you permanently what will satisfy the longings in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, arise in the goodness of the Lord and in the power of His might. In Jesus' mighty name, anywhere that you feel down and you feel low today, arise in the strength of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, may He pardon our guilt and our errors, mistakes, sins, and anything that is highly exalted against the knowledge of God. Let it be pardoned in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and walk in the might of God, walk in the power of. God, walk in the strength of the Lord, walk in the will of God, in Jesus' precious name. You are blessed on every side. You are blessed in everything. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please help this channel by liking and subscribing. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 That is what God sent me to come and share with you today. That Christ is my focus. Jesus is our drive. And he has promised here that he shall bless us in Psalm 67, verse 7. That God shall bless us and the whole world will fear him. So from today, have that at the back of your mind in all that you're doing. And let Christ be your drive. In Jesus' name. Amen.